You're listening to Hot Mess to Success Podcast, episode 34. Happy New Year! It is 2020, ladies, and we are so damn excited to bring you our first show of the year. In true Hot Mess fashion, we are going to let it all out, bring you the drama, the ups, the downs, and how we wrap it all up in a nice little glittery bow of life lessons. Plus, we identify how to increase your confidence and share the start of Laura's journey to true health and wellness. So turn up the volume, pour a cup of happy coffee, wipe that slate clean, and get ready to kick ass in life and biz in the year 2020. You're listening to the Hot Mess to Success podcast, where we firmly believe that you can make your dreams a reality no matter what life throws at you. Besties in Biz, Amanda and Laura will encourage you to embrace your hot messes, own your message, and empower you to kick ass in life and business. It's time to learn from the experts. Listen in on raw and real conversations. Hear hot tips and tricks that helped others overcome the challenges and struggles of being an entrepreneur. Are you ready to dig in, get a little dirty, do the work, and tackle your biggest hot messes so you can enjoy ultimate success? If so, you're in the right place. Here are your hosts, mentors, coffee mug collectors, mother hustlers, and taco lovers, Amanda Belkazar and Laura Host. Do you want to make money online, but you don't know where to start? Do you feel overwhelmed with all the things? All the shiny objects, everything that's out there, everything that people are telling you to do. Listen, girl, same. I hear you. I was right there with you. But thankfully, I was introduced to some of the best marketing secrets on how to grow your business online. And that was a huge turning point for me. So because of that, I feel compelled to shout it from the rooftops. Okay, I won't really shout it, but it might sound like a broken record for a while. The good news is that you can get your hands on these secrets for free. Just pay shipping and handling. I mean it. Literally, get the underground playbook that will totally reframe how you look at doing business online. It was a turning point for me, and I know it will be for you too. Go to hotmestosuccess.com slash book to claim your copy today. All right. Welcome, everyone. Happy New Year. Yay. Happy New Year. <laughs> wow. What a 2019 it was. How exciting. Mm-hmm. Really excited to be into 2020. How about you, Amanda? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Definitely you are, Laura. I would have to say for sure. There's, I mean, it's a thing. There's so many, obviously, crazy, freaking crazy, um, you know, bad things that had happened over the year. But I think that Gosh, with what with a lot of the serious stuff that you had going on, like you pushed through and layered it with really amazing things as well, which absolutely does not erase or wipe out or do anything to the bad things, right? But you know, it's life and there's stuff that we have to deal with and go through and you had a hell of a 2019 for sure. How about like I mean like hot mess couldn't be any more appropriate, right? Like that was my like total hot mess shit show, whatever you want to call it here, like beyond measure. Um, Did we put that out in the universe? Was it your fault? Uh, maybe. You <laughs> I'm, 
I mean, everything from, and then it was like the We're like, we need a poster child for this. Laura, you take one for the team, girl. Yeah, right. Like, let's have every possible mass chaos happen to Laura. And, you know, the cool thing is, is I'm coming into 2020 with an entirely renewed spirit and I'm really excited about it. So I'm like, hey, I, if I can do all that craziness and I can deal with all that from 2019, I certainly can up my game in 2020 because yeah. really every single mess that I went through, like I, I just dug deeper within me to like overcome and yeah. it truly did make me a better person. I know that's cliche, but really, truly, I've learned so many lessons about myself, about loving myself, about who I am, my strength, you know, support system, you know, like reaching out to people in time of need, reaching up to God when I need him, you know, like all these different things. And that wouldn't have happened necessarily if I would have been in my comfort zone, because I certainly was way outside my comfort zone as far as like having just peaceful flowing roses and rainbows 2019. <laughs> it was it was crazier than it, definitely crazier than any type of average person. It it wasn't just one thing. It was like back to back to back to back to back to like one thing happened you're like how am I going to deal with this and then like three things layered on and you're like seriously and it's like right. Oh my gosh. And it really you, started in December of last year. So it's like been a yeah. full year of just total, because when you and I started talking, it wasn't even really started. I mean, no. it was just like, it started kind of like the one day I messaged you, I'm like, oh, my, my life just blew up in my face. Like yeah. things are going down downward spiral here. I I'm going to try to catch myself. <laughs> well, and I was like, at that point, I was like, we were very early on in like our discussions. And I'm like, Hey girl, you need some time. And you're like, no, let's go. And right. I'm like, all right. I'm like, Oh my gosh. You know, and obviously needing, trying to be very conscious of like having grace for the process. And I honestly didn't need it. Cause you're a freaking beast. Like you're like, dude, let's go. We're on it. Like that's one of the things that I think is incredible about, you know, people that you decide to like lock arms with or partner with or just surround yourself with is, you know what, I would have had no problem with if Laura said, hey, yeah, you know what, I need to step away, I need whatever. But the fact when she said, no, I'm in, A, that's awesome, but B, you know what, now it's both of our time, right? So it's like you still have to show up, which at that point, it's almost a blessing in disguise because otherwise, like if that wasn't that accountability, it would have been easy just to be like, push it off, you know? So right. I think like there's that, cause we've talked about that a few times before, but you know, when, when you have people around you and I'm, I'm talking about you, Laura, that like do what they say they're going to do, like that is imperative. And if that's not happening and this isn't even a direction we were going into, it just made me think about it because you know, you start to lose trust and that's when people start to get hurt and it goes, it's not just the people around you, it's you too. And I guess this is a great segue <laughs> into the 2020, you know, kind of talk renewed, you know, different things that people are trying to do changes that they're trying to make is that it's not just the trust factor with other people, but in order for you to trust and love yourself, you need to show up for yourself. You need to be good to yourself. When you say you're going to do something for yourself, as little as I'm getting up tomorrow, like I did today, I'm getting up tomorrow at 5 a.m. because I have stuff to do. And again, you don't have to do the 5 a.m. thing, but damn, that changes my entire life. I'm a different person when I get <laughs> up at 5 a.m. And it's not because I wake up and I'm a morning person. It's just that there's me, only me, and I can focus on 
only what I want, zero interruptions. Right. And so it was, my day has been on point because of that. But what I'm trying to get at is like when you can actually make that commitment, make it to yourself and then follow through, you start to build trust with yourself and you start to build confidence. That's exactly where the confidence comes from. Now, Laura has talked about confidence before and I've thought about this. I'm like, that's great, Laura. Like, yes, we, I'm, I'm relatively confident, you know, in, in things in me or Laura said she's confident in herself. Just be confident. Well, I, I was thinking on that. I'm like, how the hell do you just be confident? If somebody's not confident, they just can't flick a switch. But here's the difference is that if you commit and show up to you, you will have that confidence. If you commit and show up to people when, when you don't want to, if you do something, just do what you say you're going to do and you will continue. And I'm, and I'm talking about things that are in your control. Me getting up pending, you know, something crazy or whatever. My alarm doesn't go off. I, when my alarm goes off, me getting up is a commitment to myself that builds confidence and be like, you know what? I did it. I didn't want to necessarily get up so freaking early, but I did it. And so again, that those are the little pieces of things that right now, if you're trying to make changes, even whether that's with your nutrition, with getting up early, maybe you're trying to meditate, whatever it is, make those little commitments and then keep them to yourself. Watch what it does for you. It's a total mind shift. It's like respect right? It's Absol respecting right. yourself. That's you know, huge. You gain confidence because you respect yourself because, you know, it's so easy for the first person for us to disrespect is ourself, right? Like yep. not get up on time, not eat healthy, not make good choices in life. And I got to put my kids first. I got to put my husband first. I got to do all this stuff. When in reality, you need to respect yourself and have yep. enough love for yourself and respect for yourself that those are not okay. Those are not okay decisions. And you can't go off and do that if you then want you just to whenever you want. It's like you're, you don't understand what you're doing to your self-esteem. You are literally, when you make a decision and you don't follow through, you are literally like Laura was talking about respect, but you're, you're, it's just a disappointment, right? It's a disappointment that is, um, you're letting yourself down and that starts, just think about that with a relationship. If you wanted to, it's really funny. I had mentioned before that there's the book called the untethered soul, right? And in that it talks about your, I think it's called your silent passenger or not silent. Anyways, something basically it means like that voice inside your head. And so if you look at it like that, like it's you, right. And then there's, you know, this other little person, whatever, like you need to commit to that. And then again, you're going to be able to build that confidence and it, it can be those little things, those little things strung together. So it doesn't have to be this huge deal, but I mean, and it's, it's, it can be just as little as, um, whatever it is, like you said, losing, losing respect for yourself through a lot of different things. Like, Oh my gosh, this week I'm going to make sure that I am, you know, going for a walk or exercising, you know, three out of the seven days you need to get wins, you know, like get a win, get a check mark in the box, build on that. And again, that is those, those are the things that are going to build up your confidence. So, um, yeah, I hope that really, really helps. And Laura had to pop away real quick. And so I just don't want everybody to think that I'm <laughs> rambling. Um, so I'm going to actually try and to think about the next thing. Um, it's funny. So you guys, if you don't know, we actually do record these on zoom. 
with the intention of being able to do something with the video. We weren't sure if it was going to be, you know, popped up on YouTube, which we have a YouTube channel. We started putting stuff up there, um, but really trying to drill down on like focus and what we, you know, wanted to do. So we, sad to say, have not been putting the videos up there recently. Um, but I imagine we will get back to that regardless. Point being is I, thankfully, since Laura's in Minnesota and I'm here in Michigan, I can actually um, see <laughs> she had to run uh, real quick and get up. So um, you guys, we just kind of wanted to really chat about moving into 2020. And again, I know there's plenty of posts out there that's like, oh, I don't need a resolution and blah, blah, blah. And I think that's great. I think that just like, you know, we've said before, you know, in some of our previous episodes, we're like, don't wait until January 1st to start on your goals. Like you don't need to wait for that, you know, go ahead and start them early. So that's all fine and dandy, but there is just something and I feel it as well. There's something there's a, and I, and I think it's great. You know, people want to say blah, 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 blah. Cause everybody like fails at the resolutions. You know what? No, not everybody does. And I think that's great when people make an attempt, you know, to do something. And I have, and it it's just goes back to us talking about people being afraid to fail. You know what? I've failed so many times that I get a lot of successes only because I fail a gazillion times. So right. if you continue to try, right? Yay, you're back. If you, <laughs> I did tell them because I was like, I want you guys to know that I'm not rambling here. <laughs> I, was like, yes. I explained this whole Zoom thing, but she is back in action. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm still learning this. I was in the hospital and I came back and I'm like, my whole body is adjusting to like what's working, what's not working, yeah. new diet, new new, some new medicine, some new stuff. And I'm just like, Oh, you one minute. I'll be right back. Which <laughs> is know, kind of a cool okay. segue. Into something cool, you know, you know about. what else is cool when you're talking about like resolutions and stuff is I failed for 20 years. Like I've had Crohn's disease now for 20 years and just, you know, fail, make a little bit better improvement, you know, like with diet, exercise, nutrition, learning, and I just keep learning. So I'm a sponge. But now I think one of the biggest things that's so important to me is accountability. So Wendy Pett, who was on like uh, an earlier episode this season, she was amazing. And so partnering with Incredible. her now, I'm super excited about that. And I start with her next Monday. And her whole visibly fit program, it's not just about like, hey, eat this and you're going to be better and cure your Crohn's. It's like, no, it's fitness, it's mentality, it's spiritual, it's everything yeah. because she's a naturopath. She's actually a doctor. Yeah, she's a doc. Right? Yeah, she's a functional medicine doctor, which is so Oh my so God, awesome. I love it. And so to be working with somebody at her caliber who is immersed in this and this is what she does and this is what she's passionate about, I am over the moon excited yeah to literally make so many lifestyle changes, not only for myself, but to instill these in my children as I watch them get sugared up at Christmas and all yeah. these different treats they're getting everywhere we go and, and stuff. And so I'm just so ready to learn new healthy options and things. And I think so often people want to do things right. They want to eat yeah. healthy. We assume we're eating healthy because we're, you know, making meals at home and not eating out or something. And it's just lack of knowledge. We just don't know. I walk into a grocery store and I'm like, this is all going to make me sick. So what's the point? You, you know, right. I might as well get something I'm going to like, you know? Yeah. So well, it's just knowing. Well, and I think you're absolutely right. And I, that's something that 
again, once you start, like you said, learning and layering on that knowledge and really surrounding yourself with people that you trust what they tell you, because one, I mean, you can read one book that says meat causes cancer. Then you can read one book and see like meat is the Holy grail. And it's just like, and then there's different things that, that come out, different propaganda, um, documentaries that come out. I'm not going to get into that right now because I'm not the person to speak on it, but I'm telling you right now, it is, they're so freaking convincing and it makes me want to pull my freaking hair out because it's absolutely misleading. And some, I mean, you go in and like, okay, so these studies, right? So, and they're legit studies, but the thing is, is that they're only showing you it's, it's just as bad as the media, just as bad as freaking politics. It's smoke and mirrors. So they're only going to show you what they're spinning stuff. They they're going to show you what they want to show you. So they took X amount of people and this is the issue and this is the result, but they don't factor in everything. And so it's just, it's really obnoxious. And so over the years, I think one of the the best things that John and I have done, which I love that you're doing now, like I literally, you guys, I was in tears when Laura told me that she was working with, I, I literally cried when she told me that she was working with Wendy because after talking with Wendy and being, I'm just not, I, I'm knowledgeable in this stuff. I'm and to live it in my own life and be convicted, but I'm not somebody to, share knowledge to the point of conviction and scientific data and all this kind of stuff, which I mean, it's just not me. Like I, I talked about that before. Like I really, I need to figure out how to organize and articulate stuff in order to be infected or to be effective and have, you know, an impact kind of more like a teacher that's, but that's just not me. And so with this, I'm like, I know everything. Like when she was saying we were talking, I'm like, she's on point. Yes. Everything that she has. So now Laura is surrounding herself with the people that actually have the truth. And that's something that, you know, takes time because you can talk to a lot of people and you can think that they, you know, know everything, whatever it is, but sometimes, you know, you have to move on to other people and you have to listen to yourself, especially with nutrition, listen to your body. And, and again, Absolutely. there's so much info out there, but, um, I just, I'm so amped because not only are you learning the right stuff, then like you said, you have that accountability and it's full circle, whole health. This isn't just, Hey, what are you putting in your mouth? This is everything. And it that is, is everything. Huge. And it's so huge. I'm definitely going to put her link in your, the show notes, you guys, because yes. if you're looking for some sort of accountability in total life transformation for whatever health issues you're dealing with, you need to at least do a free discovery call with her because yeah. just to see if she is someone who you'd be able to partner with, but it's worth it. Worth every, and in the investment, I look at the medicine they want to put me on $30,000 in injection after insurance, maybe 15 or $1,600. Um, I can totally justify working with somebody who, and then all of the side effects, like, you know, right. you're going to get cancer. You're going to get this. You're going to get this, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's just masking the underlying problem, which right. is just me getting healthy. So I'm definitely going to drop her link below you guys, because it's so much more. It's so easy to say here, take this pill here, take this injection. When in reality, you know, and then just go continue to eat the crap that you're putting in your body and we'll just try to stay ahead of it. Right. You know, and it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. Like when I went in, oops, sorry. What happens is your body starts to not like the medicines that they're using. Some, some medicines are absolutely necessary, hopefully short term, hopefully getting stuff in check. 
But what happens is once you're utilizing the, that medicine for whatever your body should be doing, your body starts to be like, okay, well, I'd never have to do this. So it totally starts shutting down that process. And then that's where you get all the residual issues. And of course, years later, whatever, over time, then you can't reverse that. So, I mean, the fact that you're actually knowing like, yes, I need to do this for a moment. Like you said, you have some, some medicine that you, is temporary that you're going to yeah. work through that you're going to get off. And, um, yeah, that, I mean, again, sometimes medicine is absolutely necessary, but for the most part, working through, especially with a functional medicine doctor, like that's exactly the suggestion that I would have for anybody that is dealing, especially with anything autoimmune, find a good functional medical doctor. They're incredible. Trust them. Trust the process. Your body will respond so much faster than you even can believe as long as you're absolutely consistent discipline. That's what I told Laura. And I just know I was so proud of her today. We were talking and she's like, okay, I'm going to be a little bit late for recording because I had to pop into the grocery store because I needed some good healthy stuff. Cause the last thing I want to do is be hungry and then like eating junk. And I'm like, yes, like those are the, those are the yes. little things that need to happen. So, and sorry, I'm like, go back to, to the guy in the deli and I'm like, Hey, you know, like, how do I make this salmon? And have you tried <laughs> this fish, you know? And like, I'm just like, Hey, I'm just learning how to eat healthy, you know? And I'm like, do I like let it thaw? Do I bake it right away? Do I whatever? And I'm like, but you know, this is fun for me too. Right. Because, you know, my kids will enjoy, um, you know, expanding their taste buds and I don't want to fill them with all that crap either. So it's really going to be, you know, a family experience for us. I'm really blessed because my children are young and they love to cook or bake with me, you know? So it's more of like, if I can include them in the kitchen, they want to eat what they've created, you know? So it's, it's a blessing that my children are young. And it's also a wake up call to me to say, Hey, take advantage of this now while they're young. And with somebody like Wendy, where I have to take pictures of everything that enters my mouth for the next seven weeks and, you know, be able to have that accountability with her. I am over the moon excited. It's just, it's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a game changer. And I, I literally am in tears about it too. I know, you know, back around Christmas, it was just, I looked at what I was going, what I had going on. And then, you know, I had the flu and JD had the flu and then Cecilia was puking. I mean, it was just mass kind of chaos, like right around Christmas time. And then they went to their dads the day after Christmas. And I was like, then the next day I just wasn't feeling well. And I was, you know, just getting sicker and sicker. And I was like, you know what? He has them for, you know, the next week for Christmas. I am going to go take care of me. And so that's when I chose to drive myself almost five hours, you know, go sit in an ER for four hours before I could even get in and then get into a room, get admitted and get into a room at almost two o'clock in the morning. But I knew I had to do that for me. I mean, the doctor even looked at me and she's like, you know, the nurse comes in and he's like, hey, well, we're just here. We'll get you an appointment, outpatient, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, well, let me talk to the doctor, you know, like, and the doctor comes in and she goes, sweetheart do you think you should be in the hospital? And I'm like, yeah, probably. Like, I know, like I wait, you know, right. I'm a guilty party. Well, I of asked like, you, I was like, uh, when's the last time you saw a specialist? You're like four years. And I'm like, ah, I know. And uh, you know, I had let it go so much. And like my, my, the good thing is my small intestines, large intestines looked, you know, my, they looked really good. It was really just 
the colon that when they went up and did the scope, it was just peppered in ulcers. Well, oh, stress, God. right? Like, like what kind yeah. of stress have I had this last year? So it's just Everything, like, he's right. like, they was just lined in ulcers and stuff and just bleeding. Like, I mean, just, and totally like, and so everything was spasming. Like I couldn't even chew a piece of gum and oh it God. would be like, I would be spasming and in the bathroom because of the gum, water, everything. Like, I mean, it was just, wow. so I had to go in and just, I mean, they even did IV like magnesium and nutrients, just like just Absolutely. to get my nutrients up because I was so like almost malnutrition from right? nothing sticking in my body, no matter what I was eating or right. doing. So it does feel good. My energy is definitely back. It's definitely a bandaid, but I'm just we days away from my partnership with Wendy. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Do you need a step-by-step -step guide on how to dominate the online marketing game? Do you think you have what it takes to rise up to the challenge? Of course you do, or else you wouldn't be listening to this kick-ass podcast. Laura and I mention the One Funnel Away Challenge on our podcast pretty regularly. That's because you got to give credit where credit is due. The idea for this project was created through that amazing 30-day crash course into high-level marketing foundations and strategies. Oh, and it's only $100. It's pure insanity. I'm not kidding. This challenge was better than the marketing classes that I took in college. A new challenge is going to start very soon, so don't be left in the dust. Go to hotmesstosuccess.com slash OFA to see all that is included. It's going to blow your mind. It won't. I know it won't be like I said, you are in the best hands and I know how, you know, just with anything, like just, you said, even with this, like sticking with this and following through with, you know, being consistent with podcasting and doing this new journey and, you know, newly single mom, like all these things moving into a different area and like just consistently doing that again, why you're confident. And that's why you're so confident. This isn't like, I'm going to try this. Like, that's the type of thing. Like when people say, Hey, I'm going to try this. It's because sad to say they don't have confidence in themselves because they've not committed to themselves and made themselves, you know, worth it, made themselves valuable enough, love themselves enough to follow through with it. So this is going to be incredible. You guys are going to be hearing about it because I want people to see again, like, it does not take long. Like even when it's so funny, like when I would, um, train women and they would come in and they're like, like dying, like the first day, like you're right. killing me. And I'm just like, I'm telling you right now, you do this with me three to four times a week. Tell me at day 14, when you come in here, new woman, totally different confidence up, like able to like, you're feeling stronger two weeks. You guys, our bodies are amazing. We just need to respect that. And we, and you can't like fudge it and be like, okay, well, I'm going to go, you know, work out for four hours in one day. Well, that doesn't do anything. So you're punishing yourself with that. This, if you are consistent, see through you guys, the body is amazing. So I know like you are going to consistently, you're just, you're just on the most beautiful path to change your entire life. There is something so cool about that. And there's something so cool about confidence when, and it, it's some, like I recently updated my name on Facebook to Laura Love, which I'm super excited about. I'm officially going through the court with my divorce and requested the name Laura Love, which since it's not vulgar or hurting anyone, it should be approved just fine, which is exciting. And I just have had such positive feedback. Of course you have like my dad who's like, 
did you change your name? And I'm like, I wasn't sure if he was going to get offended over me changing it and not going back to my maiden name. I'm like, dad, it's like a way better podcasting name. And when I wrote my book, it's like going to be a way better author name than my maiden name, you know, Hearthen versus Love. I'm like, Laura Love just flows. It's just like, and it has like 10,000. And you can find your name everywhere. Belkazar, I'm not finding that anywhere, but Laura Love, you can find that everywhere. Hello, Valentine's Day. Like everything says love, all my towels. You guys just send Laura all the love stuff she'll go crazy <laughs> oh my god we'll put her address in the show notes just joking we won't yeah right that. yes anything creepy. that says love I will absolutely love and my little we'll get you a p.o here. box yeah I did right <laughs> drop all your gifts in the p.o box that would be fun oh my gosh I seriously so the point of that though is where I was going with that is like just doing that. And then I, I started a, you know, public figure type page where I converted my friends list over to that business pub page. And it was so cool to see the response I got and people just private messaging me and reaching out to me and wow. just sharing that, Hey, I'd love to be a podcast guest for you. And I got my first speaking engagement at a women empowerment event to just really share my story. And my, my solid core is sharing people to empower them to like rise from the ashes and to love yourself enough to get back up again. And you I know, there's when is, so when much. is that again? I know it's local in Minnesota. It's when January is that? 23rd in Detroit Lakes, Minnesota at the, the, college campus, which will be really fun. So she will definitely be uh, promoting that. And you can find that info in the show notes too. We'll make sure to throw that in there. Oh yeah, definitely. I'll put those in there. Cause if you're here in Minnesota or you can make a road trip over, it's going to be fantastic. So really excited about that. I just feel like God has been preparing me for this. Had I not went through all of the hot messes of divorce, loving an addict, you know, having a miscarriage, moving children, you know, just tons of like all these different things that are happening. My health crisis, um, just everything that's kind of a whirlwind. Had I not went through that, had I not went through the fire, I wouldn't be able to relate to other people, right. you know, having lived the white picket fence, which I tell everyone, Facebook's a joke anyways, because it's just the highlight reel. Like don't compare yourself to everyone else's yeah. highlight reel. Like comparison is a me, thief of joy. Right. It's like, here's our amazing cookies that I baked with my children. And you take a picture and you post it on Facebook, but they don't tell you that, you know, there's eggs smashed on the floor and there's powdered sugar on the you know ceiling. And- <laughs> my favorite is honestly a lot of like, a lot of like the special <laughs> events when we get Kenzie like dressed up and we're like, okay, Kenzie, you're like, smile smile no a real Dang smile <laughs> she's just like I'm like oh my god so like 10 takes and I'm like wow you're so photogenic and we're like dude <laughs> you know how many takes that does? we're a week after Christmas because I was gone into the hospital and everything I'm like making my kids I kept my I took down all my Christmas decor in the house I left my Christmas tree up and I'm like making them get back in Christmas outfits tonight to like do 2019 <laughs> Christmas <laughs> pictures now in January 2020 but I'm like I am getting, I paid like real trees are so ridiculously expensive. I'm like, I'm getting some pictures in front of this dang tree. Okay. And you are going to smile. And then I'll sit there and like threaten them with something like you cannot play with your toy until you smile. Like, smile. Oh, be on the lookout for all of those amazing pictures, you guys. And be like, Oh, it's too funny. That's but the I mean- reality of life though. And so, yeah. so many changes coming really, really excited for what 2020 is going to bring really feel like I'm coming into my own of like, who is Laura Love? Who am I? And what message do I want to bring to this world? And I have such a passion 
my biggest passion, Amanda, I think after having gone through so much of this stuff is when I experienced it and when I, you know, went through it, I felt so alone in the moment. And so I don't want other women, especially to feel alone when they're going through the heartaches and they're going through the firestorms of life, because I want to build this woman tribe of people who are nothing but pure love to each other. No judgment, no critique, no whatever, but just love on each other because I didn't know where to go. I didn't know who to turn to. I felt like everyone was going to judge me if they knew the crisis I was going through. And when I found those few people who said, hey, we still love you. And guess what? I've been through that. Or guess what? My brother's dealing with that issue too. Or, And it's like, really? I'm not alone? I felt so alone. And I just feel like there's, it's, there's so many subjects and crises because we live in this highlight reel that people don't talk about it. And so I'm not saying go public and blast it all over, but it would be sure nice to have a community of people where you could feel safe and coming. There's no judgment and you can literally just be who you want to be and know that you are not alone because the reality is everyone knows somebody who's either, you know, had an addiction problem or alcoholism or a miscarriage or a financial disaster or gone through a divorce. The reality is you're not alone. I mean, it is life. And so it's really, really exciting me and putting a huge fire under me to just get out there and share this message with people, which is going to be so fun for 2020. It is. It's just the start, you know, like, Laura and I are still even with this. Um, It's a lot of deep work to figure out who you are, what you want, what type of impact you want to have on the world. And it, I mean, that's not something that's easy and that's not something that we take lightly. We don't take it lightly with, with hot mess. I mean, we are still, we talk about that and we're still like drilling that down between us. And you think it's hard with, you know, just yourself, let alone, you know, trying to figure that out, you know, collectively. So that's why I, you know, I love this. I was talking with, you know, Laura about this because when you're going through stuff um, and you don't have the moment to just stop. And it was crazy. Cause like I could tell when I was communicating with Laura in the hospital, she was just like, going through all this crap, literally. Right. And she just was in awesome spirits because number one, she knew she was taking care of herself and that had to happen. But number two, it was, she had the time to reflect. She had the time to do some deep work. And that's so important. You guys, that's so important. I don't care who you are, what you do, take, you need to take that time for yourself, no matter what that means. If you're stepping away and getting away for a few hours and jotting down or journaling. One of the things I am not, I've, I really want to get good at, you know, a consistent with, um, with journaling and doing, um, meditation because like with journaling, I was actually just reading something. I was just talking about how you really have to get real with yourself. This isn't a Facebook post that you're posting. Like you're journaling in your diary to yourself. And there's a lot of stuff that could come out that way. And that helps, you know, for you to be able to move on. Laura has something there. What is that? I have, this is fantastic. And I should send you one of these. I think you can get it on Amazon. It's called the happiness project and it's a one sentence journal. It's a five year record in this. And so it's, so it's literally like you literally just write down like one sentence a day 
or a couple sentences. So have you, you been doing that? It looks like you've been filling that out. I have. I, I, I fell off, but I did it consistently for like almost two and a half years. Oh my God. And so, That's incredible. But it like, was like, it's so good because it was almost like a diary for my kids because it was like, oh, Zizi started crawling today or whatever. So they'll, they'll be able to look through this and read Aww. it. You know, Pierre had funny this, whatever today, or, you know, just like looking at the good things that happen, maybe the struggles, but you know, I can write smaller and fit three or four sentences in there. But, and then there's always these fun little quotes at the top of each page as well. But it's like five years you get in one and it's wow. not super big journal. And it's like cute and it's awesome, but it's called the happiness project, one sentence journal. And I, I got this as a gift and I, it's pretty awesome. I got to get back. I mean, that, though, exactly. Cause I mean, the other thing about journaling is it makes you stop and think it makes you stop and reflect on a consistent basis. And again, we're living such fast paced lives. A lot of times it's go, 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 go. And you don't do that. Like, and so that's the type of thing that you need to really, really schedule in and be conscious of. And again, these little things, you guys change everything. It's, it's funny. I just started listening to a book called Atomic Habits and it is awesome. Just knowing, and I already knew some of the stuff that, that I intended to put in place and, um, you know, stuff that I've done before. There's always, again, I've put stuff in place and I've fallen off before. And I knew that whether, I don't know if I'll consistently do it, uh, you know, forever, but for a nice reset, I am doing, um, getting up at 5am. And I've locked it out. You know, I have, I, I know what time basically that I'm going to be going to bed because that's going to, you know, matter. But, you know, just those little things when you just like draw a line in the sand, make those decisions and commit to them. It doesn't take long. They say 21 days, whatever. It doesn't take long to make something a habit, but we make so many decisions. Again, I don't know the statistics, but there's, you make thousands of decisions in a day. Like we're constantly making decisions right. on what to do. Right. And so when you can, habitualize things. It frees up your brain power, especially things that are healthy. You're like, I am doing this. I'm drinking water and I'm, it's not even, it's not even conscious. I just drink enough water every day. Now I don't even have to think about it. Like how amazing is that? Like some people right. actually have to set an alarm. That's fine. If you have and you need to set alarm to drink enough water, fantastic. But guess what? There will be a point if you are consistent with it, well, that just becomes a habit. It frees you up to layer on other things. So just making yourself getting in the habit and just doing little by little, those little things, um, you know, and being consistent with it. And for example, John told me, he's like, you know what? I want to get up early. There's a 5 30 AM boxing class. And again, if I'm going to train, like I want to get it done first thing in the morning, like basically before I wake up, I don't even want to think about it. Just get it done out of the way. Nothing interrupts it, whatever. And so he said, I want to do that, you know, with you two times a week. And I'm like, you know what, instead of this being a free flowing thing, like, let's just figure out like the most, you know, opportune days that we can just lock it in. Okay. Tuesdays and Thursdays done right? We're going to do this Tuesday. Let's just put it in the schedule, not think about it. And I mean, what else are we going to schedule at Tuesday and 30 at five 30 in the morning? We're not. Okay. So done. We don't have to think about it. It's not like, Hey, let's just waste time and like figure it out within the week. Hey, this is what we have. Of course, if there's an emergency or something we have to do, whatever. But outside of that, there's really not. So just lock it in, be done with it. And we went out and we planned our, you know, schedule for the week. I love that. And I think one of the big things that I know I'm going to learn with Wendy and also is just one of the things I was telling a friend yesterday that would change my life 
is meal prepping and meal planning. So even if you do it at night or you do it on a Sunday or you do it every morning, like I almost think it'd be fun to do it daily too, if I was doing the 5 a.m. thing. Yeah. So like, and then the other thing is just like, when I have my kids stuff prepared in the morning, when I lay out all their outfits and they know what they're going to wear, there's no, oh, where's your socks? Where's your undies? Mm -hmm. Like all this stuff, like mass chaos. Like when all of that is laid out, the mornings go so much smoother. So then it's like, if I got up a little bit earlier, make their eggs, make their, you know, toast, whatever. And they have their breakfast ready. They get good nutrition. They've got the, they're dressed. Their hair is combed. Well, booze never is, but (laughs) we get Zuzi out the door with her hair combed. And then, you know, like to me, that structure and to be able to have that time alone, even for me, if it's getting up at six, when my kids, you know, get up at seven, Yeah. John's a six o'clocker, which is totally good. I mean, that's, he's already, he's excited about the six o'clock stuff. He's going to go ahead. Cause for me, like when I decide to go to bed, like, thankfully I can go to bed. Like Mm -hmm. I, I don't have an issue. Like while I'm asleep, sometimes it takes him a little while he says, but like, so for me, I'm like 5am totally good. And that makes me actually fall asleep even better. But yeah, he adjusts and he, he's just found that 6am is best for him, but you're absolutely right. You know what? Then doing it the night before is impossible. And I know we learned this together years ago. Um, and it's, you know, plan your day the night before. And I'm telling you right now, when we do that, we, we did that last night, John had, he's going to be gone at our warehouse pretty much all day. Usually what he would do is just like, wake up, grab some nuts and whatever, whatever he decides to potentially, potentially not grab and then go. And then he's basically starving all day because he's not one. Thankfully, like we don't just like grab, we won't just grab junk. So whatever. He's like, Oh, I'm hungry. I'm like, well, you knew you were going to be hungry. You know, you're going to be there all day. Right. So like he ended up, I go and I'm like, wow, on the table, there was like the cooler, his big thing of water. Um, he put, we had to remember a few other things. Like he needed some razor blades and something else. He just put them all there. So you didn't have to like think about it. So he woke up because he just wants to roll out of bed and get going. Like I said, I like my 5 a.m. He woke up at six, got dressed, got his stuff and hit the road. So that was just so he's like, wow, this was so smooth. And then because we planned exactly what he needed to do from start to finish at the warehouse today, like he's like, this is just amazing. He's like, I don't even have to think about it. It's just done. Transformation. I also love like checklists, you know, Mm -hmm. like in my planner, like check for water check for like took my minerals check for, you know, went to bed on time. Like it's almost like scoring yourself, like yeah. rewarding yourself with little yeah. checks or, you know, use stickers if you want, because my right. kids love stickers, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> we didn't have like an adult like sticker chart. Yes. And it does. It does absolutely change your life. And I think there's this little things that it's consistency over a long period of time that those changes happen. And that's why I know my taste buds and stuff aren't necessarily going to love everything in the beginning that I'm going to be doing with Wendy, but it will be a transformation. And then it's a mindset. Like instead of looking at what I can't have, it's looking at everything that I can have and then learning how to cook better and bake things better with those, those ingredients, and then just flourishing with that. So, so much is mindset in all of life with all of this. Like I'm at the doctor and it's total mass chaos, right? I feel like crap. I'm sleeping in a hospital bed. It's whatever. And I can't stop laughing because I'm like leaving you these messages and I'm laughing because I'm just like, it's just, I have to find humor in this at this point. You know, I've been doing this for 20 years. I've got these cute little nurse boys who are like 21 years old or 25 years old. And I'm trying to like humor them, you know, like 
because I'm in there for butt issues, to be quite frank, it's like, you know, they're asking me questions and I'm like, oh, sweetheart, I'm fine. I can do this myself. I'll take care of me, you know, because most of the people are like 80 years old and they're right. And I'm not, so I can handle myself. I can take care of this. You know, my super low blood pressure. My, I'm just like, I'm super calm, I guess. Like, I'm just really chill. Like I go blood pressure. (laughs) Wow. She's like, you're like, I've been training for this. Like here now at the hospital, dude, this is chill. You should see my life. That's when you want to take my blood pressure. Then the funny thing is I was like, well, like low pulse. She's like, well, usually really athletic people have that. And I'm like, oh, that's me, you know, running a couple of miles every morning. <laughs> uh, oh my maybe God. it's a sign of my future, right? Like oh, <clears throat> I'm getting super athletic and having a lot of fun. But yeah, it was, funny. you got to find humor sometimes, even in the hardest of times, because I had so much fun. And when I started like doing that, I'm like branding myself from my hospital bed, creating images, like when I can't sleep at two o'clock in the morning, because the meds they have me on, or they keep interrupting my sleep to check my <sighs> pulse and my heart rate. The, the hospitals. So, okay, you guys, for resting, I, I when you're in the hospital, like, or you're sick or whatever, the biggest thing is rest. Like you cannot rest. It's absolutely total oxymoronic. If you think that you're going to rest in a damn hospital, it's horrible. No, because they're in every two to four hours, um, checking on you or beeping going off. I know the IV's done. Like then that's beeping. And then you've got to eat breakfast at this time. And then (laughs) we want you to have lunch. And I'm like, I don't even know what to eat anymore. Like I must've ate like 10 burgers because I didn't know what else to eat on the menu. I was like, I can't eat all this bread. I'm not going to have pancakes. I'm not going to have whatever. So that's crazy. See, that's what I, we're not going to get in the hospital thing, but I'm glad that you're out of the hospital because that's yeah, me too. Like, you should have, they should have had a special like, Hey, here's your menu. Like, it's just, that's, ugh. but anyways, we won't go there. Yeah. That's that. You don't get that. They're not into nutrition. Sorry. Like, that's no, which is crazy because that's, what's causing this. Anyways, move on. Wendy, we can have Wendy come on. Yeah, can, we'll bring Wendy I'll on. I'll just be like, I'll right be now. in the back being like, amen, sister. She can come and talk because she's got the credentials. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh my God, you guys. But you know what? Like, thanks for, thanks for, you know, hanging out with us for the past. We're, we're just jumping into season three now. So thank you guys for hanging out with us. I, we're on episode 30 something. Maybe this is 35. I don't know, something like that. We're committed to keeping on going um, with this very excited looking at um, you know, this season, I think we're going to run up to like, like episode 50, which just seems awesome. like a very big number. So, um, we are very excited to continue to, you know, report to you on what's going on with Laura all through. Cause I think this is one of the most important things in life is your health. So it's going to be fun to yes, continue I will to get be checking updates. in and check out my page and all that stuff yeah. as well, which will be fun. Send her, so send her an encouraging message. Let her know yes. she's not alone. Um, you know, share your stories. Again, I love that she's going to be able to share hers because it's going to have such an impact. You guys, this is literally, you're following Laura on her journey to heal. Right. And so in so is- many aspects, not just health, but like healing my heart, you Absolutely. know, learning to love myself, learning to love my ex and to continue to want only good things for everyone in my life. It's a total transformation. And it's so exciting. I'm so excited that you guys get to be here with me on this journey. And this is, this is the real stuff, right? And like, so I love that this isn't just you turning around and saying, Hey, this is what I went through. Like, this is actually what you're going through. So people can see, cause again, there's people that are struggling with Crohn's right now and they just don't know where to turn. They just don't know, is this going to work for them? You know, they've gotten all this different misinformation, whatever. And you are being an example for them. You haven't even started yet. You guys to the point to where she had to check herself into the emergency room for freaking five days a week. I don't know how many, you know, weeks it is, but yes. So 
I just think that it's going to be wonderful for the audience so that you guys can follow along and get real time updates. It's going to be amazing. And this episode is going to be called hot mess to success slash healing. Oh, I love it. Yes. Hot mess to success slash healing. So go there, check out all the show notes and we will see you guys next time. Bye guys. Love you. Hey friends, thanks for listening today. Always remember, you are not alone. You are highly favored and greatly blessed and you have everything inside of you to kick ass in life and business. Now it's time to take action and own it.